Leah from the future. Thank you so much for listening and for all your feedback. We've loved seeing your messages. If we can ask one more thing of you, it would be to please rate, review and subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much. Now on with today's episode. Welcome to Try Not. I'm Mia. And I'm Leah. And today we're going to be talking about kinesiology. Or more specifically, applied kinesiology. So let's just start by saying... What the fuck is kinesiology? Actually, before we even get into what the fuck kinesiology is, mm-hmm. the reason we're talking about applied or non-applied or whatever kinesiology yeah. is because we have bought a session <laughs> with a kinesiologist for a food intolerance test. So that's what we signed up to. That's the thing we're trying. Kinesiology food intolerance test. Now, what is applied to kinesiology? Or non-applied. So it's actually the study of movement. Uh, Apparently, it's a scientific study of human and non-human body movement. Take what you want from that that message. It originated in the 1960s, actually from a chiropractor who um, discovered that there was strength and weakness in every muscle connected to health or lack of health in a specific corresponding organ. So if you do want to look it up, it's Dr. George Goodhart. But yeah, that's where it came from. So the 1960s, and it was to do actually with the strength or weakness of muscles connected to your organs. Okay, so then applied kinesiology, which is actually what we're looking at in terms of using applied kinesiology to test for food intolerances or allergies. How how does that work? Uh, Good question. So you use a homeopathically charged vial. Using a homeopathically charged vial, you place it within a patient's electromagnetic field and the practitioner is able to test the muscle response. I think this sounds a bit crazy. I call bullshit Um, on the whole thing. Before you even do. So let me just go on and then you can call your bullshit. So this is based on the theory that your body language never lies and the external results show the internal working. So now you can call bullshit because I think it's relevant. I call bullshit. So obviously we've done some research into this and we've looked at the various different levels of kinesiology and there are a few more but we're not going to bore you with those today you can go online you can google it and you can look it up yourselves but there are lots of people that are saying that they've used kinesiology or applied kinesiology to help with a range of ailments from um, sporting injuries to problems with their posture to food intolerances and this has all been determined by the strength of an arm muscle. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I'm not. I'm not being unreasonable, but uh, but it just sounds like total and utter bullshit. So I'll give you my my perspective on this. So years and years ago, this was maybe 10, 15 years ago. I had surgery. I was really quite sick, uh, on and off antibiotics for about about a year and a half. And one of my friend's parents took pity on me. It was like, you have to come see this crazy lady. I mean, she didn't call her a crazy lady, but you know, you have to come see this lady to help you get over your illness. And I was like, well, I'm in and out of hospital. I don't know what this crazy lady's going to do. You're a kid, right? No, I'm early 20s. Early 20s. Giving giving my age away now, Leah. Thanks. Sorry. Um, So anyway, I went along, whatever, and she was actually testing things, I guess using a kinesiological method to do with the antibiotics I was taking. And um, whether her methods worked or not, 
actually within two to three months, I was a lot better. So that's completely like by the by, because it, it wasn't really kinesiology. I went to her to actually just find out a little bit more about the antibiotics I was taking. We didn't do any muscle practice. Okay. But I was vaguely aware of it. And like I say, whether my getting better or not was linked to her, it, it definitely wasn't. But whether there was something in it or not, you know, I switched a couple of the supplements I was taking and and whatever, got better. Um, so I had a kind of perspective that maybe these people know what they're talking about. But there's no scientific evidence to suggest that their work does actually work. So I was willing to try this food intolerance test, absolutely, but go in kind of knowing what it's all about and that maybe it does actually work. So okay. I'm not opposed to it. That being said, I'm not completely convinced by it. Okay, so let before I explain my position on this, because, you know, I've got some feelings, um, let's just back up and say that, obviously, when we said we were looking at food intolerance, what I did was I went online and I looked at the ways in which your GP would most commonly test <laughs> okay. for these sorts of issues. Yep. So I believe that I have a lactose intolerance problem. That is... What's, self- that, what's that based on? It's self-diagnosis. <laughs> Based on the fact that if I drink a glass of milk, I shit myself. And I feel like that level of diagnosis is fairly accurate. If I drink a latte from Starbucks or any other coffee provider, I'm not blaming Starbucks for this, I projectile vomit. So I've learnt that if I don't want to projectile vomit or shit myself in or on public transport, the best thing to do is avoid lactose. But if I was to go to the GP and I was to talk about the fact that I thought that I had a food intolerance or a sensitivity, they would most likely recommend some tests for me. Mm-hmm. And those tests would probably include, and I'm not a doctor, but this is what they're saying on the NHS website, a skin prick testing where they actually prick your skin and... Um, I think they inject you with a bit of the thing that you're intolerant to. Put a small amount of yeah. the, the substance on your skin and see how you react to it. Food elimination testing, so they probably tell me to take all dairy or milk or lactose or whatever out of my diet and see if that has any uh, impact on my shitting myself in public. Blood tests, looking for um, allergic antibodies. This one was a bit weird, I'm not entirely sure how that would work, presumably after you've eaten that type of food. And then I found the kind of K-hole of alternative testing, (laughs) which included Vega testing, which looks at detecting allergies by measuring changes in your electromagnetic field. Hmm. Okay. Hair analysis, which I've also seen a lot of tests for. Um, and I found one on Hair analysis for a food intolerance? Yes. For £47, there is a testing kit available from the Intolerance Lab. I will put the link to them uh, <laughs> on the social. But basically, £47, they will test for 350 plus foods... Based on a hair sample. Based on a hair Sorry, sample. Sorry, I think that's just as bullshitty as kinesiology. They'll also test 350 plus allergens, including pollen, pet hair, all of that shit. And they claim to be able to diagnose things like acne or help you with acne all the way through to IBS from a hair sample. I just, I'm, I'm yeah. sceptical of that to the point that almost I would recommend trying it for... Let's say this is pod, but but let's leave that one for now. So then you've got blood testing, which is leukocytotoxic tests. Now, uh, apologies if I've um, 
fucking buggered the pronunciation <laughs> of that. But basically, that looks for the swelling of white blood cells. So if you're intolerant to a food, your blood cells swell. No fucking clue. Couldn't find a clear uh, explanation to that one. So, sorry, this is still under the alternative. This is under the bollocks. Okay. <laughs> and the final one was applied kinesiology, detecting food allergies by studying muscle responses. If you are in any doubt about the position of the NHS over these types of testing... I found a quote on their website that basically said they put no stock in these alternative options and that actually they are not based on any scientific principle. So that's kind of where we are. They also suggested avoiding home testing kits. And that (laughs) rounds me back to why I feel so vehemently angry. So as you know... Anger's very strong about this... this Thing that we're testing out. Are you actually anger? Ang- are you angry about this experience? I'm doing? angry about the home testing kits. I'm angry, oh, right, I'm okay. angry that there are pockets of society that are basically causing people to like freak the fuck out and take home testing kits to check if they are well. So after our hypnotherapy session... I was going to say, sorry, hello, speak of the devil that did a home testing. Because we had a hypnotherapy session where you basically got hypnotised and I got told I had a fucking disease. Hormone problem. And I was like, you've got to be shitting me. And my reaction to that was to fucking panic. I'm not a panic. In fact, I think that very night we came home to record the pod. Yeah. And uh, you got straight on a website to order a hormone testing kit. And then I, what was the result? The result was there was nothing fucking wrong with me. So is that that the hormone kit is un? Sorry to fuck with your head right now. Yeah, that it's unreliable and untrustworthy, or that she was talking fucking bollocks. I the, so the hormone kit actually just works with a blood sample, so it's exactly the same way that you would get do it, it from a, in doctor. a doctor. Okay, so you do trust that? I do because they actually send you all of the levels of your hormones, and then you can go online, you can look that up, and you can see what is normal. Okay. Although they actually provide that, and they they actually also say if you have any concerns or questions, go and visit your GP, which okay. I could have done. Yeah, but ultimately, I could not face going to the doctor, who I haven't seen. Let's be honest. Uh, I've seen her once in like four years when I had labyrinthitis and I couldn't even fucking stand up and say, oh, I'm really sorry, love. Uh, I went to be hypnotised and she told me that I have a hormone problem. Could you test me? I, I couldn't do that yeah. to myself. Like, yeah. I've got more self-respect than yeah. So, yeah, okay. So I'm not saying that these testing kits aren't great. Um, I just think that they really do take advantage of people. Like, okay, maybe something like a hormone testing kit or you can take some to check your various different levels, I think. They do, like, iron testing, and, you know, you can actually get a home smear test now. Yeah, and chlamydia tests as well, yeah. yeah. And that that is great, because there are people that legit will not have a smear test. FYI, like, I said home chlamydia test. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't actually to. done one. Sorry, so no. I actually haven't. Like, just, you know, they say, I'm just going to cut out of that. Sorry, I did not. Anyway, okay. whatever. We can edit. <laughs> Um, no, like, I, I'm totally pro that. I think it's fantastic. So don't get me wrong, like, there are people that will not go and have a smear test, and the fact that you can now do it at home... You can do a home smear test. Sorry, I've just registered what you said. Yeah. A smear test at home. Yes. I don't think I'd trust myself to actually, like, do that properly. No, but if you... Look, everybody should just get a smear test. Like, getting out your foof, it's not a big deal. Yeah, no, 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 I've got no issues with that. I'm very on top of the smear testing. But there are people that will not do it. No, I agree, I agree. And And I've got friends that have not done the smear testing, and they really go do it, ladies. So, um, but this is a great but, option because okay. it does mean you can actually. I just, get that. I just wouldn't re. I would based on how 
uncomfortable and unpleasant the smear test is. I wouldn't trust. I don't find it uncomfortable. Oh, I really, I'm not a fan. But I, that is not helpful. <laughs> like, it's I not... wouldn't trust that if I was sent a home smear testing test, yeah. that I would actually do it properly. I would rather a professional do it for me. But ultimately, if you're if you're sending it off, I haven't done one actually. Um, but a home you, one, a home because one. you you know it's like they they put a full on bell up there and like do a full on you know with the cotton bud and it's it's quite up there. I don't know that I would get up there so high by myself I think at you home. Would. I think you'd be fine in a relaxed environment. <laughs> You've got, you've not got any... No, I'm, go, I'm all for the NHS smear testing. Go get smear tested. <laughs> you just told everyone how fucking awful it is. No, it's, it's not pleasant. I didn't say it's awful. It's not pleasant, but do it. I think it's a lot more pleasant than cervical cancer. I agree. So go I say get smear fucking tested. get it on. But if you don't want to, you can now get a home smear test. And if your results are inconclusive, they will tell you that in the... When I read about it online, they will tell you that. So they will tell you, you have not successfully smeared yourself. (laughs) So anyway, moving on. I'm not against it. I think it's great. But I do also think that this is taking advantage of people. Fucking... If there is no scientific proof behind hair testing for allergies why are you charging me 47 pounds yeah no i agree and that pisses me off because there are people who genuinely might feel like oh i have an intolerance i have this whatever and if you think about okay we're very lucky we have the nhs like let's not turn this into some sort of like nhs pro speech but in america they don't have that yeah and they are paying a shitload of money for medical care just in that's one country a lot of countries don't have access to proper health care Charging people this much money for home testing kits is kind of scandalous. I agree. I assume it's like hashtag first world problems, first world um, commercialization of a home testing kit. Yeah, because a lot of them are just about balancing your fucking vitamins. I mean, fucking do one. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway, so back to kinesiology. You are not in favour of this mode of testing intolerances. I just think it's bollocks. I just think... you Look, I... I actually know some people that I love very dearly who believe in homeopathy. Okay. <laughs> your no, utter disdain on your face no, saying no, those words. Not for those people because I love those no, people no, dearly. No, no, sure. But I, for me... Homeopathy. Well, I find it very hard to believe that it's a real thing. I do. I do find it... Because there's just no scientific evidence? Yeah. And because it's wonderful to... Look, don't get me wrong. I bought some bark flower remedies once because I was so stressed out and everyone was like, hey, you need some rescue remedy. And I was like, fucking hell. I think I did that for my GCSEs. Yeah. I think I did too. Rescue remedy was like the thing when you had a panic attack. When you have a fucking panic attack, putting flower water (laughs) under your tongue doesn't actually fucking help you in my opinion i mean seriously just you know um yeah so totally utterly, if that's your thing fucking rock on and feel free to leave nice comments or uh educational comments um on any of our socials but please don't like hunt us down and kill us for me it's not something that i can i can't I okay can't. so you're going into this session yeah. with like I call bullshit and I'm going to learn nothing from this and I'm just doing it for the sake of it. Yes. I mean, look, my mind is open in the sense that... I it sounds very open right now. No, okay. <laughs> I tend to try and be open in the sense that, you know what, every day is the learning day, right? So, you know, let, let them do their best, but... I'm not going to help them. I'm not going to tell them that, well, I drink milk, I shit myself. (laughs) I'm not going to give them anything at all. And considering that I'm not going to know what they're testing for, there is no way for me to be biased towards this. I am, uh, well, that's my understanding. We'll see how that actually goes. I'm open-minded, but I don't see how I can fucking fake it. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they tell me to fucking 
hold my arm up strong. I'm holding my arm up strong. No fuckers pushing it down. So. All right. Okay, cool. Have you watched some of the... So I sent you a couple of videos. Did you have a chance to... I, I did. Yeah. I did watch them. And um, with my open-mindedness about kinesiology, it probably closed my mind somewhat <laughs> because they come across as utter dicks. So we don't want to, you know, we don't want to troll people. We don't want to, like, shame people. We are talking specifically about kinesiology and whether we believe in it or not. The videos on YouTube that you sent me made me very skeptical. Uh, there's one woman in particular that was wanted to try out three different supplements that she thought her body needed and said that by standing on one foot and standing to the side, that holding the material or the, sorry, the supplement, that she would then know by swaying either backwards or forwards holding this substance whether her body did need it or not and and on that 100% I call bullshit like it was it was crazy to watch I, yeah. she seemed a little bit so she was she was basically claiming her. that she didn't need someone else to test for her she could test herself by her swaying towards or against the product I when I watched that I was just like Jesus fucking Christ like I'm not I, I'm genuinely open-minded I believe that I'm not coming across open-minded I'm coming across like quite bitchy but I've had quite a stressful day um <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty open-minded as a person I don't I, in this sense just from day one of, of like sorting this out yeah I don't feel like you've been that open-minded when from day one you've been like this is bullshit I will do it for the podcast this is bullshit okay so let's say this then we'll see what happens but would you be up for let's do a hair analysis or let's take the results from this and actually get them validated by a medical practitioner? So if they... Yeah, but there's you, no actual genuine way. Even on the NHS website, they're like, we will do these these tests, but like none of them are actually... Okay, but validation as in let's, let's get multiple sources. So let's say... So my validation of anything that comes out of the results of this would be akin to, to the NHS's recommendation, it would be a food elim- a personal food, food elimination, elimination test. test. Okay. Because realistically, like, how else do you test this? That's all the NHS. Or a skin prick test. I, I just don't know how you can actually, like, you know, yours is process of elimination. I drink milk, I shit myself. That is the evidence. Okay, but my cousin, I'm sure you won't mind me saying this, but my cousin, when he was very little, he had a very serious allergy to several different things. And I think that was like uh, to eggs, to nuts. I think he still has a nut allergy. And I remember, I was a kid, so maybe I'm remembering this wrong, but I remember he had to go to the doctors and they would put small samples of these uh, substances Yeah, that's skin. that skin prick testing. Right. Right? Yeah. Or they would give him small samples and see how he reacted. To me, that is, you know, that's cause and effect. I give you egg, you fucking come out in a rash you are allergic or you have an intolerance. I push your arm and it reacts in a certain way. I agree, I agree. But I think that they're all, you know, whatever comes out of the kinesiology, my way of validating that... Is food elimination. Would be food elimination. I'm not going to go to the GP and say, this person tested my arm and I'm allergic to gluten. I mean, I would just, you know, test it through eating pastas, breads, gluten-free pastas, breads, etc. and see how I feel. They tell me I can't eat bread. I'm... I'm done. Yeah, I probably, I don't, so already I don't eat that much bread passes, etc. So I think it would actually maybe help me eat, not eat them wow. because I love them. 
I can not eat them. But they're not great for my waistline. So I choose to not eat so many of them. They are so tasty. (laughs) They are amazing. Okay. Anyway, so so basically, you call bullshit. I'm open-minded. Actually, I don't really have an opinion. I don't come across like you're all fucking... I'm the neutral person. Yeah. Um, I actually, I don't have an opinion. If they, like, I believe that spicy food makes me shit. So I don't eat spicy food. But isn't that everyone? I don't know. I don't know. I avoid it. I just don't eat spicy food. Whether that's an intolerance or not, we... We will find out. But, you know, there's things that I know that I like and there are things that I know upset my stomach and I don't eat them. Or I do eat them because I enjoy them, but I know the consequences. I don't think this is going to change anything for me. I'm I'm kind of neutral to it. I am intrigued, but I am seriously sceptical. So we've got it all booked in. And you will find out in the second half. Yeah. Wish us luck. So if you want to find out more about some of the content and photos and links that we talk about, don't forget to follow us on all of the different social media accounts or SOCH, as Leah likes to call it. Much to Ellie's absolute disappointment and disgust. So, yeah. So you can follow us on Instagram at TryNotThePod. We've got a Facebook group you can request to join, which is at TryNotThePod. You can email us. This is our favourite way for you to get in touch with your ideas and anything that you'd like us to try at trynotthepod at gmail.com. And if you want to go the extra mile and you want to help us to create more content, you can become a Patreon over at Patreon. We've got a page there. It's Try Not The Pod. Lots of different tiers and loads of great stuff that you can get for different amounts of money every month. And we will be very grateful for your support in whichever way you choose to contribute. Don't forget that if you're up to trying different crazy ideas and want to share it with the rest of the Try Not community, you can also use the hashtag Try Not Tuesday. And please do tag us if you do try crazy things or there are things that you find that you think we should try. We'll be keeping up on all of the the social and all of your requests and ideas so that we can bring them to you uh, next time and Try Not The Pod. So welcome back. We have... Both just had our kinesiology sessions. Um, We've not discussed it at all, so I'm intrigued to see if Leah still calls bullshit. I can tell you that (laughs) I am still neutral. I don't really feel either way. But anyway, let's, let's, let's get into what the session was, what it involved, and then I guess what we felt about it. I mean, first of all, we have to say we, we, I did not know this, but we went to Essex. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, I reckon people in South Woodford claim that it's London. I, I'm going to look that up now whilst we're talking. Okay. So, so yeah, look up South Wood. Anyway, so we got on the tube and went all the way east London to South Woodford for our kinesiology sessions. So got there. She kind of explained. You know, it's a practice since the 1960s, and it's about testing muscles that are linked to meridian lines in your body that link your muscles to your organs and kind of what we discussed um, in the first part of the episode. It's North East London. That's bollocks. It's definitely South Woodford is a suburb of Woodford in North East London. Okay, I still claim it's Essex, but whatever. So I've still never been to Essex. (laughs) I'm going to say Essex-London border, whatever. Anyway, so uh, she then explained that she would lift my arm up to test how receptive my body was to her and if I could move my arm if she could move my arm then it meant that I was letting her in and if my arm was rigid and wouldn't move then there was some kind of a blockage and that was kind of the premise so she felt around my tummy to different organs in my stomach so that was my lower bowel my 
or no, my big vowel and my little vowel, or I don't know what the different vowels are, large but there are two, large and small, anyway, the two, the two different vowels, then she looked at my liver and my spleen and kind of put her hand upwards facing and downwards facing and discovered that my bigger bowel had some issues and my liver did, but everything else was absolutely fine. So she then wanted to find out what was wrong with my bowel and whether it was a bacterial thing or um, a parasite in my bowel or I can't remember what else, those couple of things, and then went on to the food intolerances. So that was kind of the premise of my journey. I don't know if yours mirrored that, if it was Yeah, very similar. So she started exactly the same way, like just looking at all of those different points and then moved into the food intolerances. So... Similar similar processes then for both of us. Yeah, totally similar. So apparently in the beginning, my body was just like not having any of it. It would not um, open up to her. Um, so she had to do some shit with my head, like front and back of my head. Oh, actually, no, yeah, she did that too. She kind of touched my forehead and the sort of base of my neck. Yeah, um, and was just trying to like tap into my body and make sure my body was okay. And I had a bit of a weird thing because first of all, she did the... The, the organ testing and she said that definitely I had some issues similar to you my large um I think it was intestines maybe bowel whatever it was that I needed some good yeast basically and after that she tried to move into the food intolerances and my body would not respond at all it wouldn't let her do it she was like okay we have to go back and we have to work out what you need to take and how many of those you need to take a day and she basically said your body is not willing to move forward because I've I've showed it that it needs something and it now needs me to complete that journey. It needs me to tell you exactly what you need to take and how regularly you need to take it. So she did that. What were you thinking throughout that? Were you like, this is still bollocks? Yeah, total bullshit. I was <laughs> like, this is absolute bullshit. Like, my body's not talking to you. You're not tapped into my meridian lines. Like, I don't understand what the fuck's going on. But anyway, she did it and it, it told her that I needed to take, I believe, four tablets a day. So she was like, okay, we've got that sorted. Now let's move on to the food intolerant uh, testing. And again, she was like, I'm really sorry, your body is locking me out. Let's repeat that process and check that I've got it right. And at which point she discovered, no, actually it was three tablets a day that your body needs. And then after that, okay, my body was apparently okay and we were able to move forward. So it was a bit weird because at that point I was like, you know, she's applying pressure to my arm. The pressure feels like it's the same every time. I didn't feel like she was pushing more me. or pushing no. less each time. I agree. I felt yeah. like she was very consistently pressing, but I could not keep my arm up at some times. <laughs> and I was getting really fucked up about it because I was like, is she manipulating me somehow? Is she like, you know, doing something with my shoulder or is she touching my arm in a different way? So So just to explain the arm thing, you're lying on a bed and you have your arm raised to the ceiling in a straight line. Yeah. And she is, she's standing up next to the bed and all she's doing is she's sort of holding on just around your wrist. Gently. um, Gently. And she's pushing, putting pressure to, to push your arm down, back down towards your body. And that's the process. So you're, you're, Arm is either you're able to withstand her pressure. It's not very strong, but you're able to withstand the pressure. Or if you've got the intolerance or you haven't got the intolerance, I can't remember which way around it is, you actually bizarrely can't withstand the pressure and your your arm just goes down against her. So if you can't, if your arm is able to be pushed down, you do not have the intolerance. And if it blocks, it means that it doesn't want it in you. Exactly. Okay, so that was it. So all you've got to do if you want to cheat the test is... 
stop her from pushing down your arm or allow her to push down your arm. But actually what I was trying to do the whole time is to keep my arm consistently, each consistently time. high and consistently Blocked. not yeah. fucking pushed down. <laughs> so, and what I found annoying about this was it, I couldn't do that. Like there were times where I could not keep my arm up. I couldn't, I couldn't. And it was really fucking weird because I'm there like, how is she doing this? She is manipulating me. And I've got to say at this point, she was fucking lovely. She's, she's, she is fucking absolutely lovely. delightful oh. and just such a lovely person. And she, you know, she gains nothing from it because she's not actually selling you any products if she finds that you've got these intolerances or that you should be taking these three pills or whatever. She just says... These are what you should take. Go away, research it. You do what you want. You take them, you don't take them. She's not selling anything with her practice. She's not even selling that you come back and get treatment for whatever it is that you may or may not have. So she is 100%, I think, legit and lovely. Yeah. And it's very clear that she believes in what she's doing. She's committed to what she's doing. She works with her stepbrother, she yeah. said. Yeah. And, you know, she was she was wonderful. She was really She pleasant. was lovely, she's, yeah, yeah. And the whole way through, she was very reassuring to me because I, again, I had this, like, another really stressful day and I was feeling, like, when I got there, I'd rushed there and I was like, and I think she thought I was quite anxious. I think she thought I was quite anxious about this and I wasn't anxious about it at all because I, I really was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but she was like, look, you know, let me explain the process. There's nothing alarming. Like, you don't need to be worried about this. And I was like, fucking hell, I'm not worried about it. But I just want to get it over and done with because I think it's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So she recommended some um, some Candida tablets, um, like good yeast, basically, which she said would really help my... Um, gut bacteria gut yeah bacteria. so that was I had the same recommendation I think it's for the same thing candida albicans yeah. which is to do with the the yeast in your gut bacteria is out of balance and that you've got more of that than you should and therefore that's inhibiting some of the other good bacteria you've got in your in your gut is yeah. my understanding so yeah she'd recommended the same the same product for me and she actually said like if you wanted to get these tablets I think they come in boxes of about 60 she said that you can get three large boxes uh, or pots or whatever the fuck they are for about £40. So even if we totally and utterly went, yeah, okay, we trust what she's saying, we bought this, we're 40 quid in the yeah, hole. That's yeah, it. Yeah. That's the only thing she said that I should purchase. Try. Okay. And she's saying it actually probably would help a lot. So on face value, like, whatever, 40 quid, like... That's for it. a supplement that may or may not help like it's fine yeah so then we went into the food intolerances now I mentioned I think in the prequel to this that I believe I have a lot I mean yeah I think you described it as if I drink milk I will either projectile vomit or shit myself yeah and I mean that's pretty much where it is like I nearly shit myself on the train to work the other day like I very <laughs> nearly did it was awful I yeah why would you because I got a coffee from um the train station I ordered coconut milk and I as they were making the coffee I was very aware of the fact that they actually hadn't used coconut milk <laughs> but it was in that kind of peripheral vision space where you're like distracted I wasn't sure if my train was going to come and I was like maybe they did use coconut milk it'll be fine whatever got the coffee sat on the train drunk the coffee and 20 minutes into the journey it was like <laughs> oh my fucking god I really need to go to the bathroom there are no bathrooms on the trains and I was just like you know what this isn't good my train got stuck it got held for 20 minutes <laughs> outside of um London Blackfriars and I was like oh my fucking god I got to Victoria 
so it can't have been London Blackfriars, wherever the fuck it was, I got to London Victoria Station and I was like, if I make it to the toilet, I will never ever like complain Drink about milk life again. again. Like, like, yeah. I made it, I made it, and it was like it, literally my whole day was amazing <laughs> because I hadn't shit myself on the way to work. So you know, small things. So I didn't tell her this, okay. and she asked me at the beginning. She was like, "Is there any foods that you avoid? Is there any foods that you don't like?" And I was like, "No, I pretty much eat everything." She's like, is there anything that you, you avoid um, for dietary reasons? No, I pretty much eat everything. I was like, you're not getting a fucking thing from me, love. <laughs> Nothing. I'm not giving you a single thing. So I got the results. And to be honest, okay, I called bullshit on the whole thing. And I was totally and utterly sceptical. But I find the results strangely compelling. <laughs> so I'm so intrigued. So there's two parts to this. Two parts. And this is why I'm so fucking... I, I'm, like, literally moved to a point of, like, <laughs> shock and awe. So what she has told me, <laughs> categorically, is I have a problem with lactose. Okay. My uh, testing... And she kind of picks up a random sample of vials. She, she doesn't, like, pick up all of the dairy vials. She has, like, a random selection. She's just pulling them at random and she's putting them in there. And if you're... If you're registering an intolerance to something, she then sorts them by a kind of process of elimination. And when when you say she's putting them in there, so you're lying on this bed, there's a tray that's kind of resting on your sort of abdomen legs, and she just puts... A handful. A handful of these vials on this tray that's resting on you. But completely mixed up. She's like going into a massive bucket, picking out five and chucking them in your your lap area. So... I must. She must have done for me about twenty different yeah, handfuls. Yeah, for me too. Yeah. So in every handful, there was something that I was. Oh wow! To. Okay. And of the through this process, what she ruled out was butter, cow cheese, goat cheese, sheep cheese, unpasteurized cheese, cow milk, goat milk, sheep milk, cow yogurt, and sheep yogurt, as well as chocolate wow so all of the dairy every possible dairy going ruled out in every single food group and she I was like stop slipping dairy into your meals then shouldn't I my life so I was like okay so she's picked that up well you know what lots of people are lactose intolerant I'm not going to buy into that but then she said there's a random smattering of things now to be clear I when I say I eat everything I do there are about five things that I do not eat tuna cinnamon like yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what else. So, the things that she registered are cinnamon. Oh! Which I hate. Sesame seeds, which I hate. Like, oh. sesame seed snaps, I, I hate them. Uh, nutmeg and hazelnuts, both things that I'm like, ugh, really could do about them in my life. Do you like Nutella? I, you know what? Nutella would be the exception. I said this to her as well. Like chocolate with hazelnuts, I would eat, but in any other form, I'm not wow. a fan. Wow, okay. Tea. Yeah, I knew that about Which you. Which I fucking hate. And again, that came up. So all of the things on this list, literally every single one of the things on this list, which I do not like, she picked as things that my body is intolerant to. And I said, isn't it a bit weird that I hate those things? She said, no, it just means that your body knows that they're not good for you. And that's why you dislike them. Now, this list is fucking scary. There are, what, how many things? 200 things on this list? Yeah. 200 yeah. things. And she has picked... Three things that I hate the most in the world. Cinnamon, tea, and sesame seeds. <laughs> and she's identified all of the fucking that. That's okay. Okay. What the fuck do I do with that? If, if you'd have asked me to tick this list beforehand... That's of, what you would have ticked. Well, I didn't know that. I, to be fair, I didn't know that not liking things could be 
a sign of intolerance. So I might No, I didn't know that actually. And you're right. And the same thing happened with me. So I didn't get many. I really didn't. And actually with mine, most of the things that I did get as intolerance are things that I really like. Um, So that's why I'm still neutral and inconclusive on this, on this. The only thing that did really intrigue me is I hate watermelon. And that's apparently one of the things. So I've only got five that I'm intolerant to. And it's watermelon, barley, honey, blueberry, and yeast. Um, so yeast, I mean, I don't, the only thing she talked about was beer. I don't really drink beer. I like beer. Well, Marmite. I like Marmite. So she was like, it's just an intolerance. It doesn't mean that you're allergic. It doesn't mean anything else. But apparently yeast I'm no good with. But watermelon really intrigued me. I dislike watermelon with a passion. And I think it stems from, like, part of my childhood, my, my dad's from Lebanon, grew up for a, for a while in Beirut and and what you had in the summer after every meal was watermelon I hate it I fucking hate it and I think it's just because that was the dessert growing up for for a good couple of years so I just dislike watermelon and apparently watermelon was one of the things that came up and and again it could be because your body knows that you don't like it and that's that's a way of showing an intolerance to it or whatever but blueberry and honey I fucking love so, and I've never felt a body reaction to blueberry and honey. That doesn't mean that it doesn't mean my body accepts it. You know, my, my body is obviously intolerant to it. I just don't know in what way that manifests itself yeah. because I've never noticed it. Yeah. But those were my intolerances. So again, I'm, you know, apart from the, the sort of candida albicans that I should take supplements for, I came away kind of neutral. I've always thought that I had an intolerance to chilies and to spicy spicy stuff. Didn't have any reaction to any kind of spice or peppers or anything. So for anyone that knows me and knows that I don't eat spicy food or in particular Indian food, I'm going to still maintain that I don't. <laughs> but there's no kinesiological evidence to suggest that I am actually allergic to it, which I always thought I was. But yeah, so I, I kind of stand... I mean, fine, it didn't teach me anything. I just find it really fucking mental. Like, how... I tried very, very, very hard to keep my fucking hand up, and I couldn't. That's point one. Point two, she fucking pretty much read me. Like, I... I was so neutral going in there. Like, I was so like, no, there's nothing, I'm... Everything's fine, everything's totally cool. Like, I gave her nothing. I was, like, so... I was so fucking hard-faced about this and the other thing is I didn't know what was in each of the, the piles yeah in yeah I didn't know what was in the box so at any time I couldn't even be influenced by trying to give her react that against one or other vial exactly yeah. and when there were no um lactose things in the box my arm was fine so it, she did not like, give me any leading questions. She didn't say, oh, there's another dairy thing in this box. No, no, no. She, Each time that was it. She'd sort of chuck this group of vials on you. And then if your arm reacted in whatever way it was supposed to and through her process of elimination, she would take one, two, three vials out, test again, test again against the vial that was remaining, etc., etc. And at no point until she'd finished that round of testing did you know what vials were, were being tested? Yeah. And I even was looking at the vials. As she How? Was, like, what? Did you bend your head? No, head when she'd finished the set and the one that had reacted, she took it out and I was, like, looking at the tag on the vial to see, okay, let me just check that she's not just fucking bullshitting me. And I, the, I could only see a few, but they were exactly what she said they were. Like, I, I have no reason to disbelieve this woman. She was genuinely lovely and I... 
like I felt really comfortable with her. Like it, they got that really good vibe from her. <laughs> Not like the the hypno fucking person. hypno bitch. No, <laughs> I mean Christ. But I am blown away by it because I went in with such such a strong belief that this was total and utter bullshit, and I. I can't say it's total and utter bullshit. I can't now say it's total and utter bullshit. I genuinely... So would you go... I mean, we just did the food intolerance test. Would you use now kinesiology to find out if you've... I mean, I don't know what else they test for, but, like, would you use kinesiology as a practice of testing things to do with what's going well or not well with your body? I I mean, yeah. I mean... Like, I'm not saying it would be... Uh, it's not going to replace... I mean, I don't believe in... Oh, I don't believe well, you don't go to the bloody doctor, doctor anyway. Doctor. I fucking hate... Like, I hate it. But, yeah. I mean, would would this be an option for me? Like, I can't say no. She, how is it possible to do that? To, to do that? To pick those things? I mean, honestly, I'm looking at this list now in front of me. And I'll put... We can share this on the, uh, on the social. So I'll, like, put this on... Like, Instagram. I just... Yeah, I mean, it's just fucking mental. It's nuts. How can, Nobody fucking hates tea. Apart from you. <laughs> I mean, tea, cinnamon, and sesame seeds. But what's really interesting, so tuna didn't come up on your thing. It didn't, that is true. Um, Would you try a tin of tuna? Uh, well, uh, to be fair, I like tuna steak. Oh, okay, it's just I a just tinned one. I just don't like tin tuna, and I'm not... I don't like the smell of it. But also, I think it's because... Do you remember when we were kids? Like, I know we had quite different childhoods, but um, <laughs> in England, there was a massive, massive thing about dolphin-friendly tuna. Yes, yeah. Because what they basically Because the line catching and the dolphins would the get... Dolphins. Yeah, 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 I agree. And I feel like, as a child, this actually really resonated with me. And I but just... I've always bought the, the tuna packs that say, whatever it is, don't use line fishing, whatever, tuna, blah, 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 dolphins. Yeah, but because every because there was a dolphin friendly tuna, that meant there was a dolphin unfriendly. And yeah, okay. I feel like as a kid, I was like, "Fucking hell, dolphins are they rock? What the hell are we eating tuna for?" I didn't really understand that it was the lines that were catching the dolphins. Okay, yeah. I kind of felt like the tuna fishermen were just like spearing them through the head. You know, like as a kid, you don't really understand what's happening, or somehow the tuna was like killing the dolphins. I don't know. So part of my aversion to tuna is probably more about the dolphins than it is about the fucking food. Okay, so you're right, it didn't come up, but then... Cinnamon, that's really funny. I said one of the things you hate is cinnamon. Yeah, um, there it was. That is crazy. That, like, for me is crazy. Yeah. So for knowing nothing about me, having never met me before, she's basically said, yep, you have a lactose issue, which no doctor has even fucking said this to yeah, me. Yeah, but you've I not just... gone to a doctor. <laughs> no, that's true. But, um, you yeah, know, you just know when you... So would you now, to validate as per our pre-kinesiology, mm-hmm. would you go to a doctor now and validate these results? Uh, I might get lactose tested, yeah. I might. Because I feel like I have self-diagnosed it and actually... As an, as an intolerance but what she said which is really interesting she said an allergy is something where it reacts immediately and an intolerance can come on in you know an hour a day or whatever I feel like milk specifically cow's milk um, is, is almost instant and I, I do think that I am look I don't I eat butter you know I yeah. do eat cheese and you know I think you sent me a like hilarious Instagram post about how people with nut allergies like don't eat nuts and people with 
whatever, whatever, don't do this. Lactose intolerance people are just like, fuck it, I'll just eat some ice cream. <laughs> and it's true, yeah. I do it, even though I'm in like agony sometimes. I get like the cramps are really bad and you know, I'm probably gonna shit myself. But I would probably now test it as an allergy or yeah. An intolerance. Yeah, so but I'm not gonna do a fucking home testing kit. I'm, I'm probably gonna make it up. It's really easy. You just literally lactose test you, I think you actually just blow on oh. and they measure the lactose in your breath. Wow. So, yeah. And I do have some pills that I can take, which are supposedly help by breaking down the lactose, but they're a bit hit and miss. So, you know, <laughs> Good to know. Don't, don't feed Leah any lactose, No, is, is the moral not. of the story. Okay, so you're convinced by kinesiology. I'm still a bit meh. Either way, I'm not pro it. I'm not against it. I'm... Are you going to do the candida thing? I, I, do you know what? I'll try it, because actually, you know, there are days where I react better or worse. She basically actually said that my food consumption or, or my food intolerances are exaggerated by stress. So I can believe that because, you know, at the height of my stressful job, I was not feeling good with whatever I ate. But actually the thing that she said was overindulgence. So don't mix too many foods at one time. Don't overindulge. And most importantly, because of the honey intolerance and because of the, the high level of yeast, sugar is my enemy. Thankfully, I do not have a sweet tooth. I'm all about the salty. So I guess that that works out fine for me. But if I take these these candida pills, I'm intrigued to see if they do have some kind of effect or not on whether I, in general, uh, have an upset stomach or not. Yeah, better gut health. That's better gut health, yeah. exactly, exactly. I am, I am like, blown away. Like, seriously, I thought this was going to be a complete bust. And I have to tell you that I am, I am, you know, I'm... <laughs> say it you're convinced by it just say it it's okay I, I won't. you're convinced by something that is non-scientifically proved i am a little bit convinced yeah <laughs> i am a little bit convinced and i think you know what in a more yeah and it's good because actually it just goes to show that there is more out there and you can perhaps find an alternative route and that's incredible, really. So yeah, I, I stand corrected on this one, a hundred percent. I am, you know, I'm not rolling it out. It's okay. yeah, it's that's quite mental. fascinating to change Leah's opinion on something. I'm, I am impressed with the power of kinesiology. If, if for anything alone, the fact that it, it changed Leah's opinion. Part of me does want to order the fucking forty-seven pound hair test. <laughs> I'm not convinced by that. Oh, me either. But you know, there's a lot out there, so. Maybe maybe we will try that one out one day. We'll see. But for now, that's kinesiology. Good. Done. On to the next. Bye. Bye.